0: Assalamu alaykum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and welcome back to IFM 88.3 uh, This is the afternoon drive we do have uh, Sheikh Badi Uzzaman Qadar on the line now Assalamu alaykum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Sheikh, how are you doing today? Wa alaikum assalam warahmatullahi
1: wabarakatuh Very well, alhamdulillah How are you doing my dear
0: brother? I'm alhamdulillah Sheikh, I'm alhamdulillah How is the weather on that side? Alhamdulillah Today has been uh, good weather Alhamdulillah There has not
1: been any really rain but still cloudy, and we ask Allah to grant us
0: goodness, either how, inshallah, how things are. Alhamdulillah, on our side it's good as well. Uh, but of course, there were reports of a cold front that was going to be hitting us. And um, I said we'll be going until the weekend. But um, I do feel like colder weather is a bit better than uh, warmer weather at times.
1: <laughs> Alhamdulillah, yes, some do prefer the warmer weather and some the cold. But either how, uh, for the affair of the believer, we learn from Islam. The Prophet وسلم, says that the affair of the believer, either how, is always good for them. May Allah make us among the successful ones. Amin.
0: Amin. Amin. Allahu Akhirat. You can go ahead. Inshallah.
1: JazakAllah <laughs> Khairan. bismillahirrahmanirrahim alhamdulillah rahman al-Rahim. Alhamdulillah. Wassalamu ala Rasulillah. Wa ala Alihi wa wa Bad. We begin with by praising and thanking Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. We ask upon our beloved messenger and leader, the guide of the Summer family in yeah. the okay. In today's segment, we will continue our discussion on the topic of Al-Istikama, which we had discussed in our previous session. And inshallah ta'ala, what we will learn from this is that we see the great importance the that this matter is in the life of a bilim male, the topic of being and remaining to the best that you can upon subhanahu wa ta'ala and the guidelines set forth by صلى Sallallahu عليه وسلم. do the best that you can. We had mentioned previously some of the verses pertaining to this topic and also the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sallam in relation to this particular topic. So my Brothers and sisters in Islam, it is important for us to note that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded us in Surah and he says in ayah number 6 thereof Allah says, so therefore be steadfast upon the straight path to Allah, to Him, the Almighty and seek forgiveness of Him. And such we find that the scholars of Islam explain to us that complete istiqama is such that a person does not fall into deficiencies with respect to the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at all to the best that they can. This obviously is an affair that is not possible in reality. We are bound to commit error. We are bound to commit mistakes. And this is why Rasulullah s.a.w. mentioned to us in the well-known hadith that all of the children of Adam, all of the children of Adam, our father, the father of creation, all of them are sinners. But then the Prophet says that the best of those among them who commit sins are the ones who frequently and who all the time repent back to Allah. They turn back to the Lord within Tawbah. Now for us to just pause and ponder, to reflect over these important points. The first thereof is that complete istiqama is something that the believer cannot attain within his or her life to a complete 100% level if we're to college. In other words, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows that he has created a suhih. He knows that our nufus, our souls, our inner desires will be turning at times towards the obedience of Allah. It will be influenced from time to time to commit error, mm-hmm. to commit wrongdoing, etc. However, the true servant of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is sincere unto his or her Lord will definitely strive towards coming back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when they commit wrongdoing. However, we learned from this ayah that was just quoted moments ago because Allah says, Fastaqimu إِلَيْهِ be steadfast upon the straight far path unto Allah, وستغفروه, and seek forgiveness unto Allah, the scholars say that the servant will inevitably fall short and will be prone to commit mistakes. However, from the bounty, from the name of the Savior, the rahmah, the in mercy of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala upon us as He is feeble and weak creation, is that He has legislated, is able, He has given us a way out, it is that way that seek the forgiveness of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala and one seek the forgiveness of our Lord the Almighty, the Barakat wa Taala happens here, inshallah, by Allah's will and mercy and grace upon us, this will make up for the deficiencies within our istiqam, our steadfastness unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yeah. And so this ayah, my dear brothers and sisters in Islam, indicates, we'll fall short, in their steadfastness, as Allah has obliged them to. How will it be made? How will seek the He is seeking fullness by the, Lord, the Almighty. And the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa furthermore, he informed that in the hadith reported by al-Imam Ahmad. Also, Ibn Mancha, the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa said to us, authority of so ban radiallahu ta'ala Anhu. he says the messenger of all Messenger of allah be upon him said it's it's far it ain't it live, it to you live or you do not commit any What? Wow. Wa'amadu wa'afidu wa'amadu salat. When you do the deeds that you have been done with, you know, you perform is a salat. And no one except the true is the one who will strive to remain constantly on the state of approval. And this we had discussed in our previous We furthermore find a similar Prophet hadith collected by Imam Ahmad. Saddidu wa qadidu wa la ala to In other words, according uh-huh. to the previous narration that says and none but a believer will be constant upon wudu upon ablution Yes, except a believer will also be constant on his or her prayers now this is expected listeners why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us ways and manners of good deeds but if and when we fall short we turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in sincere tawbah and in sincere repentance so that he may forgive us at the same time the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is all encompassing this is why he sent to us a noble and a beloved messenger, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, to teach us how he wants us to worship him, the Almighty in accordance to his pleasure as our Lord and the instruction, guidelines and examples given to us by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sallam. And so the believer through Allah's will, through Allah's mercy upon us, is always given a way out of difficulty, but it is upon us to take the means. How do we take the means in Islam? What does taking the means mean? It means that when Islam legislates certain actions for us to do, for example, we do not just say that we will be waiting at home for our risk, our sustenance to come to us. Nay, We have to take the means. In other words, go out and seek it. And then, inshallah, you will receive it. One cannot say that they are sick and inshallah Allah will just cure them in such a way if and when they know that there is a means for them to seek medical attention in such a case, then the believer is encouraged and advised to seek that attention and care so that he or she may become better and receive the shifa from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes, that would be a different case if the individual is terminally ill and medicine and the medical science can no longer help the person completely. Thereafter, we place our reliance upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if and when we have no other way out. But before that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us the opportunity. Our deen gives us the way out. When we sin, we seek forgiveness of Allah. When we need guidance, we turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For firstly, that He guides us, we seek His countenance, His favor and blessing upon us. And we seek the assistance of those among mankind who are able to assist us in such a regard. These are but mere examples and this is why so much so when it comes to the topic of al-istiqama as well we will find even though the prophet sallallahu alaihi wa acknowledged that his ummah will not be able to attain al-istiqama 100% and above he still told us as the hadith once more says in al-bukhari saddidu wa qaribu do good deeds properly And you must be determined to reach what is correct. In other words, you may not always reach that which is perfect and flawless because al-kamalu lillahi azzawajal, perfection and a state of flawlessness is only unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. However, waqaribu says Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, be determined to reach what is correct. Year too, my dear brothers and sisters in Islam, we learn an important aspect within our deen. The believer, male or female, is the one who is not only striving their best to do good, but they hasten to the means of goodness as well. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informs us within the Noble Qur'an by encouraging this Ummah and saying, فَاسْتَبِقُوا الْخَيْرَاتِ so hasten and rush towards the goodness. It does not mean that we say, oh, I will never reach the complete perfection or 100% a level of al and therefore I do not bother trying in the first place. No, this then becomes the influence of shaitan upon us wanting to derail us further and further away from the guidance of our Lord the Almighty. Instead, the believer is the one who does what they are supposed to do, and once they have done the deeds as they have been commanded and instructed by Allah and His Noble Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, they then in that case place their reliance upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept it from them, to guide them further towards performing righteousness or to guide them towards a way out of their difficulty and to give them such a means. And this can only come from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the scholars explain to us as well, doing things properly, this is known as as-sadat a is the true completeness of al-istiqamah. And this is to reach the mark and the height of your target. Your target as a believer is to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as much as you ought to do according to your capability. As we have previously mentioned in our previous episodes, فَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ ما You fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala best, in accordance to the way and mannerism that you can. This does not mean be lazy, but do what you do and inshaAllah the guidance and acceptance will come from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then furthermore, al-muraqabah or The muraqaba, meaning that we are going to look into ourselves. We will do retrospection of our actions. We will see where we have gone wrong. If and when we have gone wrong, we will acknowledge the wrongdoing that we have done. And this too is part and parcel of the believers making a clean slate unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to the best that they can. Because you follow up a bad deed, an evil deed, you follow it up with a good deed. And muraqaba is when we acknowledge the wrongdoing, the Prophet وسلم says, This then, and tawbah, ya salam, when you regret, this is now considered as the true essence of tawbah, of repentance unto Allah, subhanahu wa And then, my dear brothers and sisters in Islam, another point that is also mentioned to us by the scholars is after the level of as sadad we should know that there is what we need to aspire to. And this is called Al-Muqaraba. Al-Muqaraba is a determination to come as close as possible to the target and your designated goal even if you cannot actually reach it. And I hope and trust that this is well understood by our brothers and our sisters and our dear listeners out there, that we know we cannot reach and attain it completely but this does not mean that we become lazy and we become laxed in our approach. Instead, we exert ourselves to become better all the time and to reach as close as possible to that target. And thus the believer will strive and the believer will try all the time to be determined to do what they do as best as possible, this now, my dear brothers and sisters in al-Islam, takes us to another great topic in al-Islam. And this is when we know that we cannot perfect something, but yet we strive our level best to reach that level, insha'Allah, of goodness and of blessings from Allah. This now is known as the matter of al-Ihsan and al-ihsan means to do something good to perfect it to the best that you can and so much so we find that the religion of an Islam is a deen which is Hanif, which is pure, which is noble. And therefore the adherence of this religion and of the way of Allah and the way of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam likewise they too are considered as noble creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why? Because they enact to the best of their ability. We find in a well-known hadith, referred to by the ulama, by the scholars of islam as Hadith Jibreel. This is the time and the occasion whereby Jibreel salam appeared to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam in front of the Sahaba in the form of a man. And we know that there are a number of questions which were asked to Rasulullah wasallam during this time. But among them is the question which Jibreel salam asked the Messenger in order that the Sahaba عنهم, may learn. And here we are 1400 years later and we are still learning and striving to implement the knowledge of the Qur'an and the sunnah within ourselves, our families, our communities and the ummah at large. Here yeah, we find Jibreel, alayhi wasalam, asked Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wasalam, وَمَا الْإِحْسَانِ? And explained to me, O oh, Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wasalam, what is al-ihsan all about? And Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wasalam, beautifully answered Jibreel, alayhi wasalam, saying, أَن تَعْبُدَ اللَّهَ كَأَنَّكَ تَرَاهُ فَإِن لَمْ تَكُنْ تَرَاهُ فَإِنَّهُ يَرَاكِ salam سُبْحَانَ اللَّهُ Jibreel alayhi salam, asked the Prophet this question and the Prophet so beautifully answered and responded to him in return by saying, the true state of perfection in the life of a believer, in the life of a true follower of this deen and a true follower of Muhammad alayhi wasalam, is what? Is an Allah." That you worship Allah the Almighty. تراه, as though, as if you are able to see Him. تراه, and we know verily, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam teaches us, if you are unable to see Him, the Almighty, we know that in this worldly life, we cannot see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with the naked eye. This is something which, insha'Allah, will be reserved for the believers who enter Jannah on the day of Tiyamah. May Allah make us among them. The Prophet wasallam says in a hadith that the hijab, the veil, will be removed from the people of Jannah and the Lord, subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah make us among them. Amin, ya Rabb. Continuing with this narration of, Jibril alayhi salam and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi salam, he says, فَإِن لَمْ تَكُنْ تَرَاهُ And if you cannot see Allah, which we know is not the case within this dunya, in this worldly life, فَإِنَّهُ يَرَاكَ اللَّهُ أَكْبَرُ Then definitely and surely you have to know and be certain of the fact that it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala يَرَاكَ He sees you. The believer is someone who is conscious when I speak. Allah is listening to what I am saying. When I do an action, Ya Rabb, my Lord is looking and watching me at this very moment in time, what I am doing, what I am executing of actions and of tasks. When I engage in any deed which is incorrect, inappropriate or haram, my Lord the Almighty is watching. He is ever al-basir. He is all-seeing. He is al alim He is all-knowledgeable. He is al-samir, the one who is capable of hearing absolutely everything in the heavens and the earth of humans and of creation from the animal kingdom and the jinn kind and the angels all at once. Allahu Akbar. This is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is our Lord the Almighty. And so when we speak about being persistent upon istiqamah and intertwining it to the discussion of striving, although we cannot reach perfection 100%, but Islam encourages us that the true essence of after your iman in Allah, your belief in Allah, And that which Allah has made compulsory upon you to believe in, the belief in Allah, the belief in His books, the belief in his angels, the belief in his prophets, the belief in the final day, the belief in the predestined decree, the good and bad day of this is known as the six pillars of Iman. When that is established, we move on to the pillars of Al-Islam, which is to physically execute that belief system into actions, to testify that there is no one worthy of being worshipped besides Allah, to establish salah, to pay your zakah if you are by the means and you meet the requirements to do so To fast during the month of ramadan and perform hajj at least once in a lifetime and thereafter the highest level of deen religion and way of life for a believer is to reach the level of tal ihsan and this level is whereby the prophet وسلم, says although we cannot we learn from his teaching وسلم, we cannot reach it 100 percent but However, the believer is conscious and aware, they strive, they remain committed. Why? Because if you cannot see Allah, then Allah is definitely most capable, certainly of seeing you and I all the time as he wishes as he is, as he is aware of our actions and our doings. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us goodness and steadfastness. Allahumma ameen. And therefore, my dear brothers and sisters in Islam, we now need to know that when we affirm this, the true believer is the one who will praise Allah for granting him or her goodness. He will praise Allah. She will praise Allah as a believer Why? Because Allah has not burdened us with more than what we can be, ya salam. Allah does not burden us with more than what we can be. And if in the event of falling short, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has legislated something which rectifies our shortfall, and our incompleteness and our deficiencies. And yeah, let us listen to what Allah says in Surah Ash-Shura, Ayah number 25. وَهُوَ الَّذِي يَقْبَلُ التَّوْبَةَ عَنْ عِبَادِهِ وَيَعْفُوَ عَنِ السَّيِّئَاتِ وَيَعْلَمُ مَا تَفْعَلُونَ And it is He, Allah. It is Allah, the Almighty, who accepts repentance from His servants. وَيَعْفُوَ عَنِ السَّيِّئَاتِ And he is the one who pardons and who forgives the misdeeds. وَيَعْلَمُ مَا تَفْعَلُونَ And be aware that Allah knows what you do. Ya Salam. So the one, the believer who is upright, is required to be balanced, not to be excessive or extreme, neither to be lax and negligent, as well as deficient in their doings. You do not give shaitan the upper hand over you as an individual and you do not treat the quran and you do not treat the beautiful sunnah of rasulullah as though they are a burden upon you but in other words you are a person who strive your best instead to turn towards doing what you have to do, do the best that you can do. And this is where the barakah, this is where the blessings lie in. May Allah make us among them. We find, as Anas ibn Malik, radiallahu ta'ala, reports in a hadith in al-Bukhari and Muslim muttafaqun alayh, it is agreed upon with reference to its authenticity, a group of three men came to the houses of the wives of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam asking how the Prophet Ali sallam worshiped, when they were informed about that, they considered their worship insufficient, Ya Allah. Today when somebody reminds us and says, my dear brother, my dear sister, you have to perform salah, my dear sister, I kindly advise you to wear and cover yourself adequately to don the hijab as a believer should my dear brother do not do this my dear sister we advise you with this etc cetera, etc cetera. we become arrogant and we say who are you to tell me focus on yourself allah alone sees what is in my heart nay this is not the attitude of the believer the believer is the one who is humble who is submissive towards the advice given because over and above the human being whether it is a scholar or somebody who may not be a scholar of islam but a person a family member a friend a colleague an elder who advises you in islam beyond them, the advice is actually coming from Allah and it is coming from his messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam let's look at this hadith the sahaba radiyallahu ta'ala anhum when they heard the level and the quality of the ibadah the worship of rasulullah sallallahu they then said where are we from this where are we from the Prophet ﷺ, as his past sins have already been forgiven. فَقَالُوا وَأَيْنَ نَحْنُ مِنَ النَّبِيِّ ﷺ Where are we from the Prophet's level? Why? فَقَدْ غُفِرَ لَهُ مَا تَقَدَّمَ مِنْ به وَمَا تَأْخَرُ Because verily the Prophet has been forgiven that which was of his sins in the past and that which is yet to come as well. What then happened in this case? One of them said, Salah throughout the night, forever. And another one said, I will fast the entire year and I will not break my fast. In other words, the person will continue to fast every day and have no break in between. And then a third one among these three men said, أَنَا أَعْتَزِلُ النِّسَاءَ فَلَا أتزوج أَبَدًا يا I will keep away from women and I will not marry forever. And what was the Prophet ﷺ's path of moderation and guidance in this particular instance when the Messenger ﷺ heard of it? What did he say? فَجَاءَ رَسُولُ اللَّهُ The Prophet heard it and he said أَنْتُمُ الَّذِينَ قُلْتُمْ are you the ones who have said this? Have you heard, have you been the ones rather who have said such and such? أَمَا wallahi By Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala إِنِّي لِلَّهِ I am the one who is the most fearful of Allah among you all and I have the most taqwa of Allah too I am the most fearful and Allah consciousness of all of you. However, I fast and I break my fast. I pray and I also do not pray and take a break there from certain times. In other words, you cannot perform prayer the entire night without a break therein in to rest and to sleep and to give your body its haq and also I marry women, says Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So he who does not follow my tradition, he or she who does not follow my way, my tradition, my example, my teachings, then such a person is not from me, says Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. What do we learn from this honored listeners in al-Islam? Istiqama therefore in its complete essence is in adhering to the Qur'an, to the sharia, to the pristine sunnah of Rasulullah ﷺ and carrying it out correctly and precisely without negligence, without being too lax and at the same time without being extreme in your approach, in your manner and the way you conduct yourself and the way you deal with others as well. And true istiqamah is always striving to achieve the best outcome and seeking forgiveness and seeking the pardon of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when you fall short and also seeking the pardon of those who you may have harmed or caused difficulty upon or spoken ill about or taken the haqq, the right of among fellow creation whether believer or non-believer alike. And following this way, following this lifestyle and this code of ethics and laws within Islam will give you the ultimate success in this worldly life as well as in the akhirah. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us among them, Allahumma ameen. It is often asked, what is the best reward that I will receive? We have mentioned this previously, but we'll repeat it once more as we end of today's episode. Allah says that indeed those who say, Rabbuna Allah, our Lord is Allah, and then they stand firm and steadfast, The angels will descend upon them at the time of death. Allah تخافوا and the angels will tell them do not fear do not grieve in other words for what you are going to approach now in the eternal afterlife of the تحزنوا and do not be sad do not grieve however we give you the glad tidings please receive the good news The glad tidings of Jannah which you have been promised by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah continues in ayah 31 are of Surah Fusilat. The angels will tell the people the believers who at the time of extracting their souls from their bodies we are your friends we are your protectors now in this worldly life and in the eternal afterlife as well and in the akhira you will have whatever your souls whatever your nafs your inner self-desire, وَلَكُمْ فِيهَا مَا تَدَّرُونَ And you will have there in whatever you ask for, Ya yes, I leave you, my dear brothers and sisters in Islam, to just ponder and sincerely reflect and do that retrospection in terms of this great reward that you will get, or being someone who is upon istiqamah, upon steadfastness to the best of your ability, this is what is awaiting you. Not only when you enter Jannah eventually after the day of Qiyamah, Amin, but already when you pass away those moments, this is the good news that the angels will give you. May Allah make us among them. Grant us to be among the people of Istiqamah and inevitably the people Ahlul Firdaus, the companions, the inhabitants of Al-Firdaus, the highest and centermost abode of Jannah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Barakallahu feekum. I trust these words were beneficial. May Allah cause that we implement what we hear and may we be among the successful ones in the sight of Allah in this life. And in the next, Allahumma Ameen. Wa sallallahu wa sallam wa baraka ala nabina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajmaeen Wa akhiru da'wana anil hamdu lillahi rabbil alameen.
0: Uh, Sheikh, we do say shukran so much to you for that, uh, your words. We do hope that they are uh, beneficial to those in their homes. Uh, definitely was. Uh, it is always great uh, hearing uh, these words from you. Uh, shukran so much for giving us your time, Sheikh.
1: Barakallah feekum. It's a pleasure. Make dua for us. You go well, inshallah.
0: Inshallah. Same to you, Sheikh. alaikum.
1: Wa alaikum as-salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
0: Of course, that was Sheikh Badi Uzzaman Qadr.